Welcome to Wow Soch, a show where we take you on a literary journey with award-winning authors and what makes the Valley of Words such a spectacular literature fest, running its fifth edition this year. Over to you, Mr. Kant. Uh, so, Mr. Shah, let me first congratulate you on this uh, fascinating book and for that remarkable career that you've had in the Indian Administrative Service. You've had such a wide and varied experience uh, from managing law and order to doing the Trade Development Authority job in New York to information technology to planning commission, a whole host of both the law and order and developmental jobs. Uh, Mr. Shah, if you want to join uh, the IAS today as a probationer in the uh, LBSNAA Academy, which is that one particular job of your career which you'd like to perform all over again? <laughs> Very difficult to say. You see, the law and order jobs will in any case be performed by people over and over again in their lives. The... IT uh, was my love from the beginning, uh, and uh, that was, um, I introduced uh, word processing in Government of India when I was in Cabinet Secretariat. And there's a very interesting, and it has gone on ever since then. I used it uh, in New York. I was probably in New York, I must have been the first Indian to buy um, uh, and a home computer. Uh, then I connected myself with various uh, databases in New York, in uh, USA. And it went on like that. And in fact, there was a very interesting incident which I can mention now. Um, Prime Minister was Indira Gandhi when I was in Cabinet Secretariat. The first thing that happened was that when I introduced word, you, you know, the output of committee of secretaries and, and cabinet used to be so poor in terms of uh, their looks. They were using cyclostyling paper and cyclostyling, and they were using the normal typewriter. I brought in the network typewriter, and then I brought in the computer in, uh, in the cabinet secretariat. And uh, uh, one day, uh, and what I used to do was, after the cabinet meeting, I would go to the cabinet secretary. And he would say, uh, these are the, uh, these are the I, I would give him a uh, draft, which is uh, on the basis of approval. He would say, no, in these items, there's this change. And I would then, uh, in five minutes, we would bring in the change and we would put it up to him. And he was quite fascinated with the promptness with which this was done. And he, uh, uh, when he went to, uh, when he met the prime minister next time, the prime minister said, I'm surprised. I, I took a decision in the meeting which I could not have visualized that you would be able to anticipate. And I find it in the cabinet minutes, which have reached my desk in 15 minutes of the cabinet. And then she asked, uh, what is the secret? And, my cabinet secretary was Krishna Swami Rao Sahib, and he said, Madam, we are using a word processing. Uh, we are using a word processor. So he, he, she looked at uh, Alexander, PC Alexander, who was a principal secretary to her, and he said, Alexander, uh, how about buying uh, this machine called word processing? 
So this was the state of knowledge in uh, right up there in the government about uh, computers and word processing and and uh, the spreadsheets and keynotes and and I mean more, um, other advanced applications. So this is how I, it began. Then I, I write share chance, they post me as a, a secretary, information technology. And that was at a time when the IT revolution was just about to take place. And during the, the period, my period as information, secretary information technology, I remember every year was, uh, the growth rate was about 50%, annual growth rate of the industry. So uh, I can clearly say that IT has been my ammo proper. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Uh, so, Mr. Shah, obviously, since IT is such a um, you know a fascinating field, and thanks to uh, uh, the Aadhaar that you started and initiated. We throw up a lot of data, humongous amount of data now. And uh, this is the era of machine learning. This is the era of uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, if you were to look at the future, which you've always done through your career, uh, throughout your career, how do you see the IT sector uh, reconfiguring and reshaping India in the years to come? No, as I mentioned in my reading, uh, which I presented before you, I see that InfoBio and InfoCogno are going to be the key drivers of uh, technology drivers uh, of uh, 21st century. And by this, I will, I will explain this concept a bit. You know, uh, in 20th century, when uh, information technology was in its uh, infancy. Uh, you know, they were dealing with the macro world and the macro phenomenon of nature. Uh, supercomputing came towards the end of the 20th century. And supercomputing has actually completely opened up a new field where you can go into the miniature world and the miniature world requires stupendous amount of information processing and information storage. Maybe more than petabyte and storage and petaflop processing speeds. So that is where IT will carry us and information technology will provide the substratum for biotechnology. It will be bioinformatics, nanoinformatics, and Cogno informatics. Cogno is neural network. Now, I would also say that, uh, uh, you know, let me give an example of biotechnology. Biotechnology, uh, the major application of biotechnology would in, uh, in for drug research and uh, drug creation, drug discovery, is uh, um, used to be in vivo and in vitro. And now, uh, in silico has been uh, added as a third mode. And uh, in vivo and in vitro experimentation used to take a very long time. In silico experimentation, it will, uh, it will reduce the, the time taken in cre creating a new drug. 
so I would say that that is going to be uh, uh, the thing that uh, IT, the value that IT will add. Similarly, nanoinformatics, the sensors and all that, and uh, actuator sensors, etc. So uh, the uh, the thing lies, uh, the road ahead lies through IT to these various uh, areas of study in the miniature world. And uh, I have another thing to observe, and that is that the miniature world or the so I deliberately use the word sukshma jagat because as we go further and further to the miniaturization, you will find that uh, we are coming close to some of those things which uh, science had so far held as uh, impossible to understand, like, um, you know, movement, it is called the telekinetics or telepathy. We will be able to probably understand all those better with the development of these technologies. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Mr. Shah, there are a lot of young officers listening to you here, a lot of young probationers today. And you've had uh, such an amazing career from Uttar Pradesh. You've managed law and order and many other complex tasks were given to you. Uh, what are the four or five uh, key lessons that you would like to draw out for these young officers so that they are inspired and motivated? No, I would say that uh, those... Um, I, I would definitely not like to pontificate and create some kind of a, a value structure for them. They are uh, each one. Each one individual has his own individuality, and that is what is the beauty of our service. It gives them a unique, uh, you know, um, uh, profile, experience profile. Every individual in IS will develop a unique experience profile. And therefore, we cannot uh, give any uh, generalizations which will apply to everyone. But all that I would say is that uh, forthrightness will stand you in good stead, even with the political losses. Most of the, there are, of course, some unreasonable ones, but most of the political losses do not mind, you know, your uh, being forthright with them. Uh, and uh, and being and not uh, really compromising on your main uh, principles. There will be compromises in life. That you will have to concede some of the things which uh, the political master wants. But by and large, on certain issues of principles, you will have to take a stand. I have found that the worst that can happen to people is generally that they, uh, they, they are uh, removed from a job. And I, it was my experience that every time I was unceremoniously removed, and this happened at least three, three or four times in my career, out of 25 jobs, uh, my image uh, went up, shot up in the public eye. And that was because if your stand is right, then uh, you have nothing to fear. So a righteous stand is the best that uh, one can uh, suggest to uh, boys. I'll give you an example. 
I had worked as secretary to chief minister with VP Singh. And VP Singh uh, uh, was uh, a very talented person. He was a good photographer, musician. He was a good painter. He was a poet. He had many qualities. And if he had uh, not got into politics, probably he would have done better, mm, which is also said of Hitler, by the way. <laughs> he was a good artist. But, um, uh, you know, uh, one morning I was with him and uh, we were doing five from five o'clock to about eight o'clock. It was a routine, uh, morning five o'clock. And then uh, he came to office at nine and uh, I, I came to my office and suddenly within an hour I discovered that uh, he, he had called a media meeting and he had announced that he had resigned. So I, uh, I was quite uh, surprised and I went and I said that you, if this is what you were going to do, you should not have called me here. But then he said that, you know, I knew that your um, power of persuasion is uh, such that you, will, you would have dissuaded me from this, but I wanted to do this. So that is there. Now, after that, I had very good working equation with him. So after that, what happened was that uh, on 8th August, on the, on, uh, you know, when he made uh, that uh, fateful announcement of, uh, uh, for the um, backward, uh, um, uh, backward tasks, uh, getting reservations, I wrote to him, and uh, there was a chef who came to me. I was not there with him at that time. Uh, I sent him a note uh, which said, Asambhavam em mrigasya janmaha tathapiramaha luluhe mrigayaha praya samapanna vipatti kale dhyopi punsam malinabhavanti Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. That even knowing, that Sri Ramchandra, even knowing that uh, 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 it's impossible to have a golden deer, he ran after the deer. Gender, what happens is that when vipatti kal comes, buddhimadin ho jati hai. And I went and uh, this note was seen by him and the person who took it tells me that when he received my note, he was, uh, he was quite uh, happy. But after he had read it, he, he had a frown on his face. But it did not, uh, definitely did not alter my relationship with him. Later on, uh, we were just, at, uh, just the same. So if you can say such bitter things as a bitter truth, then you will not have anything to fear. It is also true that these, some of these people were uh, intelligent enough to understand uh, that uh, what is being said is for their good. And I, all that I was saying, I was not against reservations for anybody, but what I was saying was that the manner in which you have done this uh, is something which will, uh, you will not succeed in attaining what you want. And that is, uh, he wanted uh, to use that for his continuance in which he could. Eventually, somebody else uh, captured that, uh, that ground. 
So, um, Mr. Shah, you came in from New York, you went to Varanasi, and uh, you worked there for a long time as commissioner of Varanasi. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the fountainhead of Indian civilization, that city. And uh, what are the key transformations that you carried out in Varanasi? Transformation of Varanasi has been a difficult task, uh, in, at least in those days. I was, and it also uh, depends upon what is the configuration. Uh, there, in all configurations, you may not be able to give much, make much effect. But if uh, you have uh, the mandate from the political master, then uh, it becomes easier and you have to have the confidence of the political master. In this case, I did not. But I worked on it, and uh, some of those things are now taking shape. But I did not get the political uh, go-through. I wanted that uh, Varanasi uh, temple, Akashi Vishwanath temple, should be enlarged, and the vista in front of Varanasi should be opened up. And uh, it should be opened up and connected with Ganga. This was the concept I gave. And I talked to the then chief minister. And I said, this will involve uh, putting down some 200 and 250 buildings. And uh, he, he said, Bhai, abhi karenge, abhi ka hua hai, abhi isko karna. So that was it. So you may not always be able to achieve what you, but I, it's, Curiously, wherever I have failed, I have found somebody else has taken uh, that job later on. And it is now being done. It is now being done after 30 years. But it is now being done. And, uh, and the concept design of this new vista, connecting Ganga with Kashi Vishwanath, is already there. I had also mentioned to um, um, uh, to um, um, the chief minister that we need to do something about uh, segregating the mosque com uh, completely so that there is no uh, possibility of a clash in future. If they just keep yourself out of this, and there it was. So you will, sometimes you will have disappointments. Another major disappointment which I have was when I uh, was administrator Lucknow, and I had done a lot of work to improve uh, Lucknow. And you, uh, and there's a chapter on Lucknow, which those who want to read would find what all the uh, changes were made. But I was unceremoniously uh, thrown out of the job after two and a half years because elections were coming, and uh, the local MP was not able to. Uh, stand any further my initiatives. So then the chief minister called me and he said, we are going in for elections. Don't worry. You have to prepare uh, an urban renewal mission for the state. And uh, you and this will be a UP state urban renewal mission of Sura. So I said, fine, I worked on it. I created the mission. And then uh, the government fell, and there it was. It, it went like uh, like uh, anything. So um, there will be a disappointment, but that thing came up after 30, 40 years, 
And I, I was called by Prime Minister Manmohan Singh to uh, create the Jawaharlal Nehru Urban Renewal Mission. And that was the first time the Urban Affairs Ministry's allocations jumped up from a few hundred rupees to 50,000 uh, crore rupees. Few hundred uh, crore rupees to few thousand crore rupees. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Thank you very much, sir. I think I'll have to, uh, you know, uh, read to you the questions which we've got from the chat box. Uh, while uh, uh, I, uh, when I, you know, the first question that a lot of people have asked Mr. Kant is, what is the difference between the Planning Commission and the Niti Aayog? So I think so you can address this question, and then I'll read all the questions which are addressed to Mr. Shah. So two to three minutes for you to explain this, because a lot of people have asked this question, sir. So firstly, uh, Planning Commission used to do a lot of financial allocation across uh, ministries for states. Uh, that has been done away with. And uh, the Niti Aayog now does a lot of outcome-based monitoring. Uh, we've moved away from financial allocation to output and outcome-based analysis. And across ministries, the state governments, we do a lot of actually uh, scheme-wise analysis of which schemes are working in terms of outcomes or not. Plus, we do a lot of uh, innovative work like uh, driving innovation through uh, the Atal Innovation Mission, Niti Aayog uh, does a lot of indices, ranking states. We work in very close partnership with the states. Uh, we do the, uh, you know, uh, the SDG goals. Uh, we do a lot of uh, unique things uh, in terms of uh, innovative projects, innovative schemes. And we do a lot of, uh, we are basically the think tank of the government uh, giving, generating a lot of new ideas which are then taken forward by the government. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, so I'll now read out the questions from Mr. Shah. In fact, some questions have already been asked by, by Mr. Khan. For instance, Chandra Jyoti's question was on the cultural shock when you came from New York to Varanasi. To, to an extent, you've answered that. But there, there are two, three questions which, which I think need your immediate attention. So one is Dr. Santosh Kumari. She's a senior fellow at the Dr. Ambedkar International Center. And she says that your book is a fine blend between Indian theology and modern technology. <laughs> so she wants you to comment on this. So Indian theology and modern technology. That's and uh, the second question, again, so I'll read you all the questions so that in the last seven minutes you can wrap these all up. The second is from lovely professional university in uh, Jalanda, from the IT center, that the name is just IT center. It says that, would you credit the your IT policy or the animal spirits of the IT companies for the IT revolution in the country? That is question number two, sir. And uh, the question number three is addressed to both of you, uh, is that why is it that the general perception is that we are yes-men to the political masters? Uh, after listening to you, it does not appear so, but why is the public perception like that? So, sir, I'll divide uh, six minutes to you, sir, and then two minutes to Mr. Amitabh Khan, sir. Okay. Now, the first thing about uh, theology, the combination of theology with technology, comes pro uh, probably from the background from which I come. And uh, I have always uh, been interested in uh, my um, understanding of uh, Hinduism began with Gita. 
and I have read the Gita, which is in Hindi, it is called Adyopant uh, several times. And I find that to be uh, the base of uh, my knowledge about Hinduism. I have not read Vedas and I have not read. Technology, I have been able to uh, deal with it at different levels. And uh, I told you that um, uh, in the cabinet secretariat, we took the very first steps in terms of uh, email and uh, getting uh, government of India equipped with computers and recreating and uh, an elite group of the CCPA members who would receive uh, emails uh, from the from the intelligence bureau, which through simultaneous delivery and simultaneous dispatch. Earlier, the, those reports were coming to the CCPA members with a delay of three three days or four days. So, it, it with every job. Then after that, I went to New York, and New York was. Uh, there was, uh, I got in touch with um, uh, the various databases uh, on technology, on industry, X market, X uh, data of industry, commerce uh, uh, journal, journal of commerce data, the data of uh, from the, uh, uh, there was an institution on uh, technology which provided the data. It was called Dvorkovitz's World Bank of International Technology. So uh, I was uh, in touch with them. So it, I, technology was an area which was uh, an area of interest, and particularly information technology. So it comes by that. And uh, I don't think there is a question in this uh, observation. There was a, it's only an observation. Uh, the second one you said was what? The second one was, sir, about uh, whether it is the government policy or the animal spirits of the IT startups that has made India the IT hub for the world. It is, it is both. It is definitely the animal spirits of the industry. There is absolutely no doubt about that. But if you were to talk to them, then uh, they would uh, always acknowledge uh, the very, very uh, positive role that the, that uh, uh, IT ministry played. And uh, IT ministry was the one uh, who provided uh, the connectivity to Texas Instruments to open their first shop in India. And from there began the whole story of, uh, you know, outsourcing, insourcing, and uh, all that. And uh, the so Indian IT industry doing uh, on -time, online, real-time uh, business. And then not merely that, uh, they, we have always had a more like a friendly role, an accommodative role, uh, and not like a, a role where you have a command and obedience relationship. IT industry acknowledges that. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Okay, uh, there are too many questions coming. One from Mrs. Usha Basin about public broadcast. But I think, sir, the, the question that had come before this was about why are we perceived as yes-men, uh, which to which both you and Mr. Kant may like to respond. Uh, Amitabh, you take the floor. 
You know, uh, one of the things which uh, very clearly comes across from uh, Mr. Shah's book and his career is that he's been a great agent of change. And I think that's what all uh, service officials and probably young professional must imbibe from his career. And that is, they must continue to change the status quo. And whatever job is given to them, they must bring about a radical change. Always think big, never think small. Uh, think of size and scale. And I think one critical thing which I want to point out is that uh, over the years, actually, uh, India has become a very, very uh, complex nation. It's added a lot of rules, regulation, procedures, paperwork. And that impacts governance and that impacts growth in many ways. And it's very incumbent upon young officers actually to do away with a lot of these to make India just easy and simple, very easy and simple for India to grow. And this, to my mind, is very critical. Uh, secondly, uh, the more rules and regulations that you have, you build up, uh, the more they will be exploited by uh, other people. And therefore, uh, it's very important that we work towards this. And secondly, uh, what comes across very clearly is that officers who want to deliver, who want to uh, uh, make a mark for themselves in this service, and there are huge opportunities for this, should never be yes men. They must speak the truth. And they must speak what is correct and must give the right advice and uh, inputs uh, to their ministers and to the politicians. And once you do this, you will build up your own credibility over a period of time. And people will start respecting you for your professionalism. And at the beginning of your career, if you start doing it, you'll establish a mark for yourself. And that uh, credibility of yours will carry you through your career. And my belief always has been that what you build up in the first few years of your service will stand you in good stead throughout. Never, never be a yes man. Be a person who's straight, who's direct, who's an agent of change, a person who's willing to change the status quo, and a person uh, who wants to take India on a, both a high growth trajectory, but also work in a vast range of areas. I mean, the whole world is open to you. We need to improve on our learning outcomes, on our health outcomes, on nutrition. All these are huge areas where every single officer can make a lasting impact uh, for the country. I would add, uh, I agree with everything that has been said by him. I would agree a couple of things. Uh, one of the reasons why we are being perceived as yes men is because a fairly sizable number of uh, amongst us wants to take a short shortcut to success. And by yes men, you can... Uh, improve your chances. Therefore, you have to keep uh, the political master happy. What is not realized is that eventually uh, being a yes man will, uh, will not carry you very, very far. And uh, generally it does not. Sometimes people are able to uh, succeed with the yes manship. Um, the other uh, point that I wanted to make was that uh, uh, you know, yes men uh, uh, is something which is which is now now people perceive uh, bureaucrats to be yes men, 
because uh, by our training we are supposed to be uh, you know we cultivate anonymity we take the back seat we let uh, the political master take the uh, the uh, you know uh, give, give, take the face public face well that is absolutely all right and that is how it should be but there is another reason why we do we we stick to this rule of anonymity and that is that when you are creating anything new if you generally what people will do is that they would want to take a copyright on it and they would in in, in private companies they would write themselves to be associated in public space innovations and uh, institutional innovations process innovations can be uh, there is nothing like a copyright and you should not even think about it if you get uh, identified with any innovation then uh, be sure that your successor will not own it up and uh, in public space uh, all these innovations need a much longer time than your tenure on that job and since your tenure on the job is limited and the innovation to stabilize is going to take more you have to uh, be faceless a faceless bureaucrat uh, is also a faceless bureaucrat because in order to be effective in what you are doing you have to be faceless if you take the ownership too far then it becomes yes. difficult like this sochcast Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Thank you very much, sir. It's been in, indeed very inspiring, and I think uh, coming from what uh, the Prime Minister had addressed the office attendees yesterday uh, on the occasion of uh, Sardar Patel's birthday and the Rashtriya Ekta Divas, I think this discussion is a continuation of what the Prime Minister had told us yesterday that we have to be karma yogis. We have to look beyond our immediate tenure. because all great changes will take and will transit over a period of time uh, sir thank you very much i will what i'll do is i'll just read you the questions that have come especially questions which have come from the uh, from the young officer trainees uh, because uh, maybe later we could i, I could take uh, i mean i could take your response on the email and share it to them um, sir uh, there's one question uh, where it says mr shah taking a leave from dostovsky and sharing one's life which is your favorite story so you'll have to answer me on the email and then i'll share it on the group sir uh, swam prabhadas says that how does bureaucracy respond to literal entry that allows suitable candidates to join the elite group uh, do you think it will lead to transformation again it's a long question we will not be able to address it right now but later anu joshi sir is the secretary of the house general society she writes i feel that for every writer there is a sort of trade off between absolute honesty and political correctness and i feel sir that this will be more when the writer is a civil servant how did you find the right balance between the two that's the question which uh, which uh, anu joshi has uh, devinder singh writes uh, for a system i would i would just give me a minute i would like to just mention in a few words let uh, me read all the Okay, all, right, all right. Okay. Let me read all the all the points, sir, because uh, the system will close in the next five minutes. So I need to uh, share all the thoughts with you. Mr. Devendra Singh writes that for a system to flourish, engaging each member meaningfully is crucial. I perceive engage, engage, and he gives the acronym engaging national growth, aggregating round efforts. And you feel key civil servants are well equipped to handle sabka vikas, sabka saath. 
then, sir, Benoit is the Secretary General of the Confederation of NGOs of Rural India, and he asked the question, uh, what is the importance of FPOs uh, which have not, uh, and, and how do you see the integration of mine men, mine dano, that farm, it's on farm revolution. Uh, Dr. Varun Gulati uh, from the Ambedkar Center says that uh, what are the particular challenges that you came across while working on various socioeconomic conditions of vulnerable or marginalized populations? And then uh, Yashni Nagarajan, she's an officer trainee, she says to Mr. Shah, sir, so one key principle of civil services autonomy, uh, sorry, is anonymity. However, see, you see that a lot of uh, civil servants are on social platforms. And to what extent is this acceptable? Uh, so, sir, we will have to close in the next six minutes. So maybe four minutes to Mr. Shah and two minutes to Mr. Khan. And no more questions in the chat box, please. <laughs> Thank you. My favorite story, uh, I think my favorite story would be one which I have not even spoken about till yet. And that is my New York experience and brand creation of uh, Brand India. And one of the things that we did, we were able to, uh, through promotions, we created a brand for India in, uh, in uh, consumer merchandise. And in the consumer merchandise, what I had, uh, did was we began with the most, with the uppermost, uh, uh, you know, uh, layer of uh, uh, fashions. That was, uh, we went to Bergdorf Goodman, that's a single store. Which is uh, the in, Indian, which is the American counterpart to Harrods of uh, London, single store, but it is supposed to be the most avant-garde store. So uh, I made friends with this lady uh, who was the president. We became good friends, and she did. Uh, she never Bergdorf never did a country promotion, but I persuaded her to do a country promotion. And we did a country promotion, and the entire store had Indian merchandise. They worked upon it for two years, and they had Indian merchandise on all floors, all show windows. And that is from 15th November to, 20, to 5th, 5th January. Now, that was a period of peak merchandising period. And after that, the success was, uh, could be seen. When you went to Saks Fifth Avenue or any other major department store, you would find that Indian uh, uh, consumer merchandises, you would find, um, say, uh, ladies' dresses. Uh, they would be those which were earlier showing um, um, country of origin as Italy were now showing a country of origin as India. And they were very expensive ones. Uh, they were $3,500 and $5,000 and the like. So we, it immediately put us in uh, the uppermost bracket of fashions. We worked with fashion uh, 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 top-notchers, Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein, Jeffrey Bean, uh, Diane Spencer, and we created Brand India. I think a brand creation Amitabh has a, a, an even better story, and that is the story of the two brands he has created, uh, which I'm sure he'll like to talk about. So let, let him take up this thing. Oh, you want me to continue with other? Honesty. Honesty was uh, an issue which you will find, I think, in ample measure in my uh, book. 
I have, if you find in my, in INB ministry chapter, I have put five cartoons, which uh, do not necessarily depict me in a very, very uh, nice light. But uh, they came out at that time, so I thought I would be uh, dishonest if I don't uh, show them up. Also, I uh, find that uh, in, very, in two places, at least in respect of Media Lab Asia, uh, in the IT chapter, you will find how Media Lab uh, Asia uh, chapter was uh, uh, something which should have taken place. Media Lab, uh, uh, it was MIT Media Lab. We, we had hammered out a collaboration. It was in the space of um, bridging the digital divide, which was such an important topic. We had already started creating, uh, uh, in, uh, you know, um, copyrights and things, patents. And uh, then came, uh, then there was a change of minister, and with the change of minister, I had to give up. Uh, the entire experiment, experiment was given up. So like this, there will be uh, other stories of failure. I think I'll answer these two because of shortage of time. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Please uh, give your comments, sir, and also thank Mr. Shah, and also close the discussion, sir. We have okay. overshot our time, sir. Okay. How much time do I have? Uh, sir, our time ended 10 minutes ago, but we'll continue, sir, for another five, six minutes. Okay. At 4.20, no, no, this, this system will go off, sir. No, no, it's been fascinating sir. listening to Mr. Shah, but uh, let me just tell you that I've spent over 40 years in both uh, the state of Kerala and uh, in Government of India. And let me uh, also tell you that uh, uh, the service is full of challenges. And actually, uh, you know, at one point of time, I ran foul of my government, which was a communist government in Kerala, and I was without a posting for a long time. And then as a punishment posting, I was posted as Secretary Tourism. Uh, nobody had heard of Kerala as a tourism destination then. Everybody used to go to Kashmir or Rajasthan. But we were then, I was able to use that opportunity to build Kerala as a tourism destination, you know, and build it as a high value upmarket destination, create completely new products like the backwater, Ayurveda, houseboats, uh, tree huts, and go back to its roots. You know, we went back to its roots of traditional culture, traditional cuisine, uh, did an antithesis of everything that the West stood for and created a unique brand of God's own country. And then, you know, one fine day, uh, Mr. Brijesh Mishra called me up. He was then the principal secretary to the prime minister. And he said, Mr. Vajpayee wants to have a holiday in Kerala. And he said, he will not be a state guest and you will be the only person looking after him. So I made arrangements in Kumaragam, the backwaters of Kerala. And uh, I took him around the backwaters, everything. And then, uh, you know, we were sitting one day over dinner and uh, Mr. Vijesh Mishra tells Mr. Vajpayee that we should get this officer to Delhi in the Ministry of Tourism. So Mr. Vajpayee, the Prime Minister, turns to me and said, Amitabh ji, you applied for the So I said, no, sir, I didn't apply for it. So he said, don't apply for it. If you apply for it, Vijesh Mishra ji, you will send the tourism to women and child welfare. So I didn't apply. I applied after one year. And I was supposed to be going to corporate affairs. And then again, Mr. Brijesh Mishra called me up. He said, Ki, 
uh, have you applied for Delhi? So I said, yes. And there was no post in tourism ministry. They created a post and posted me as joint military tourism. Within 10 days of that, the Twin Tower blast in New York happened. There was a war in Afghanistan. There was attack on our parliament and our tourism came down to 10% hotel occupancy. And at the peak of that crisis, uh, you know, when uh, Singapore, uh, Thailand, Malaysia, everybody had stopped their marketing campaign, we launched the Incredible India campaign and we brought back consumer demand. The point of saying all this is that every crisis and every problem is an opportunity uh, for young officers. And to my mind, we just need to be optimists and always look at the future and try and be a massive agent of change. And that is what Mr. Shah's book brings out very clearly, that you must look constantly at doing things new, constantly be a change agent, and constantly uh, be an optimist. And that, to my mind, is the key lesson from his book, that optimism, uh, being a futuristic, uh, and constantly uh, wanting to bring in radical transformation in the growth process of India is the key uh, to being a successful officer. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Thank you very much, sir. It's been indeed a wonderful conversation. I'm sure everybody is, is putting their hands together to clap for both of you. So we will be sending you the questions which have been addressed to both Mr. Shah and Mr. Khan. And I'll again like to thank the Civil Services Officer Institute, Delhi, for giving us this opportunity for this wonderful inter interaction. Thank you very much, sir. I wish we could have gone on and on and on, but then there are limitations to time, but not to our imagination and not to our optimism. Thank you very much, sir. It's been indeed a pleasure for us to interact with you. Thank you, sirs. Thank you. Thank you so much.